Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Nancy Porter, and it has been a three-year COVID-related, et cetera, hiatus since I have been reading for you, but I am happy to again be back and be able to share with you articles from Time Magazine. What I'm going to share with you today is from the January 16 to 23rd double issue of Time Magazine, and it is titled The Top Global Risks in 2023, and it is by Ian Bremmer. Uh, you are listening to this recorded provided for the use of the blind and print impaired, and these materials read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. So let's listen to what Ian Brenner has to say in, top, in Time magazine about the top global risks in 2023. Threats to the future of democracy look overrated these days, given the glaring leadership weakness now evident in Russia, China, and Iran. Add relief that the U.S. midterm election came off with few of the stresses we saw in 2020. But there are still important and growing risks to preoccupy world leaders, business decision makers, and the rest of us in 2023. Here are the most important. Maximum Jinping. Jinping now has a command of China's political system, unrivaled since Mao with very few limits on his ability to advance his statist and nationalist policy agenda. But with no dissenting voices to challenge his views, his ability to make big long-term mistakes is also unrivaled. That's a massive global challenge, giving China's outsized role in the world economy. We see risks in three areas this year, all stemming from this situation. The ill effects of centralized decision-making on public health will continue with COVID-19's spread. His drive for state control of China's economy will produce arbitrary decisions, policy volatility, and heightened uncertainty for a county already weakened by two years of extreme COVID-19 controls. Finally, his nationalist views and assertive foreign policy will increasingly provoke resistance from the West and from China's Asian neighbors. Weapons of Mass Disruption Recent advances represent a step change in the potential of artificial intelligence to manipulate people and disrupt society, and 2023 will be a tipping point for this trend. A new form, known as generative AI, will allow users to create realistic images, videos, and text with just a few sentences of guidance. Large language models will pass the Turing test, a Rubicon for machines' ability to imitate human intelligence. Advances in deep fakes, facial recognition, and voice synthesis software will render control over one's likeness a relic of the past. These tools will help autocrats undermine democracy abroad and stifle dissent at home and enable demagogues and populists within democracies to weaponize AI for narrow political gain 
at the expense of democracy and civil society. Inflation shockwaves. The global inflation shock that began in the U.S. in 2021 and took hold worldwide in 2022 will have powerful economic and political ripple effects in 2023. It will be the key driver of global recession, add to market volatility and financial stress, and produce disruptive effects on politics in every region of the world. Iran. Nationwide anti-government protests continue. At the same time, Tehran has escalated its nuclear program in dramatic ways, all but ending any chance of reviving the nuclear deal. And now Iran is supplying Vladimir Putin's military with deadly weapons. This year will feature new confrontations between the West and the Islamic Republic as it faces convulsions at home and lashes out abroad. Expensive energy. A combination of geopolitics, economics, and production factors will create much tighter energy market conditions, particularly in the second half of 2023, raising costs for households and businesses, increasing the fiscal burden on importing governments, and widening the rift between OPEC plus and major consumers. Water stress. This year, water stress will become a global and systemic challenge, while governments will still treat it as a temporary crisis. Water stress requires a transition from water crisis to water fisc management. That shift will not materialize in 2023, leaving investors, insurers, and private companies to figure out how to handle this challenge on their own. Arrested Global Development Over the past two generations, global GDP tripled. Almost every country grew richer, and more than a billion people escaped extreme poverty to join the ranks of history's first global middle class. That progress has been thrown into reverse by mutually reinforcing shocks, the COVID-19 pandemic, the Russia-Ukraine war, and the global inflation surge. In 2023, billions of people will become more vulnerable as economic, security, and political gains are lost. The global middle class will shrink, and greater political instability within and among countries will follow. Divided States of America The 2022 midterm elections halted the slide toward a constitutional crisis at the next U.S. presidential election as voters rejected virtually all candidates running for governor or state attorney general who denied or questioned the legitimacy of the 2020 presidential election. But the U.S. remains one of the most politically polarized and dysfunctional of the world's advanced industrial democracies heading into 2023. Extreme policy divergences between red and blue states will make it harder for U.S. and foreign companies to treat the U.S. as a single coherent market, despite obvious economic strengths, and the risk of political violence remains high. Rogue Russia A cornered Russia will turn from global player into the world's most dangerous rogue state posing a serious and pervasive danger to Europe, 
the U.S. and beyond. Bogged down in Ukraine with little to lose from further isolation and Western retaliation, and facing intense domestic pressure to show strength, Russia will turn to asymmetric warfare against the West to inflict damage through a thousand paper cuts rather than by overt aggression that depends on military and economic power that Russia no longer has. Putin's nuclear saber-rattling will escalate. Kremlin-affiliated hackers will ramp up increasingly sophisticated cyber attacks on Western firms, governments, and infrastructure. Russia will intensify its offensive against Western elections by systematically supporting and funding disinformation and extremism. Attacks on Ukrainian infrastructure will continue. In short, rogue Russia is a threat to global security, Western political systems, the cybersphere, and food security, not to mention every Ukrainian civilian. And these smaller articles are reported by Solanke Berga and Mariah Espada. All right, let's look at another article from the same issue of Time magazine. This one is by Angela Naupt, N-A-U-P-T. Title, Five Wellness Trends to Ditch in 2023. In 2022, social media inspired many of the ways we tried to get and stay healthy, but not always for the better. Talk about weight loss drugs spread like wildfire online, as did our collective agreement to stop going the extra mile at work. We turned to Dr. TikTok again and again and focused perhaps too much on body image, even when we tried to keep things positive. This new year is the perfect time to reevaluate these habits, experts say. So here are five wellness trends you'd be better off ditching in 2023, plus healthier alternatives. Number one, weight loss shots. Ozempic and Wegovy, two injections that are used to treat type 2 diabetes and obesity, are hot commodities even among people without those conditions. There are people on Reddit and TikTok and other platforms hearing about it, says Dr. Andrew Carfston, a clinical associate professor in metabolism, endocrinology, and diabetes at Michigan Medicine. But they are not meant to be used willy-nilly. These drugs turn down appetite, leading to weight loss. But people who stop using them typically gain it right back. Side effects can include pancreatitis, changes in vision, low blood sugar, and kidney and gallbladder problems. A better long-term plan is to emphasize fruits, vegetables, lean protein, and whole grain, says Dr. Stephen Kopecki, a cardiologist at the Mayo Clinic. It needs to be sustainable, he says. Number two, quiet quitting. Doing the bare minimum at work rather than going above and beyond is a very risky 2022 trend, says Susan Albers, a clinical psychologist at the Cleveland Clinic. While setting work-life boundaries is a good idea, quiet quitting 
normalizes staying stuck in a job that doesn't feel satisfying or suit you. That elevates the likelihood of burnout, stress, and anxiety. Instead, think about what kind of job might be more energizing. Really take the time to look into yourself and your skills, your talents, your passion, and think about whether there might be a better. Three, diagnosing yourself on TikTok. TikTok users are bombarded with mental health content, leading many to diagnose themselves with whatever condition resonates the most. We see a lot of misinformation being spread, says Kate Kowalczyk, a therapist who practices in New York and California. Combine that with difficulty accessing mental health care in the U.S., and it's a recipe for self-diagnosis. Kowalczyk challenges TikTokers to double-check mental health information with a credible source and discuss their symptoms with a doctor or other medical health provider who can put them into context and help figure out a proper diagnosis. Number four, overdoing melatonin. Americans are getting less sleep than they did before the pandemic, and melatonin use has steadily increased. That is worrisome for a variety of reasons, including a lack of data on the long-term safety of regular use and the fact that the -the over-the-counter sleep supplement is not regulated as strictly as a medication by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. It's time for a shift in how we think about melatonin. A pill does not replace a lifestyle, Kopecky says. Reserve melatonin for special occasions, like if you've traveled to a different time zone and need help adjusting to a new schedule, he says, and make it a practice to stick to a consistent bedtime, dim your lights, because bright lights can interfere with your body's natural production of melatonin, and go device-free for an hour before you want to fall asleep. And lastly, number five, body talk. The body positivity movement aims to accept, appreciate, and celebrate all bodies, regardless of size or shape. But at its core, Body positivity still reinforces the notion that there's value in the way a person's body looks, said Saba Haruni Luri, a therapist in Los Angeles. In 2023, aim to practice body neutrality. That means accepting our bodies as vessels that allow us to go for a run or walk to the mailbox instead of attaching positive or negative feelings to them. Unfollow social media accounts that promote unhealthy body image ideals, Albers suggests, and switch up your self-talk. Instead of saying things like, I love my body, shift to, I accept my body as it is, and I appreciate what it does for me, she says. All right, let's go for one more. Um... This is also from the same issue of Time Magazine, the uh, January 16th through 23rd issue. It is from the section called The Brief News. 
The title is Good Question. Will the U.S. see even bigger strikes this year? And the author is Alana Samuels. A few years ago, it might have been daunting to try to start a union at an arts organization during times of economic uncertainty. But that's exactly what Jory Moss, age 34, and a group of professional singers did in early December when they asked the Philadelphia Orchestra Association to recognize them as a union so they could negotiate a contract. A recession may be coming, says Moss, but the pandemic changed what workers are willing to tolerate. The time that we all had to sit in our rooms and think about what we've done, I'm talking about the pandemic, gave us a chance to reflect on the fact that these are conditions that we don't have to stand for. We should be treated better, and we deserve to ask for it, she says. It's been more than a year and a half since waves of labor unrest started sweeping through the country. Thousands of workers have walked off the job for better conditions, and long-shot campaigns like organizing workers at Starbucks coffee shops have snowballed, leading to a surge of union elections. Though the strong labor market that emboldened workers is softening, these conflicts will continue in 2023, says Thomas Cochan, a professor of employment research at the MIT Sloan School of Management. I expect what we'll see is more conflict, more strikes, and more contract rejections, Cochan says. Workers are still focused on companies' profits during boom years, he notes, while companies are starting to trim costs to prepare for an economic downturn. It's that difference in expectations, he says, that create a higher probability of conflicts and strikes. Indeed, Workers have staged some of the highest-profile walkouts as the economic news has become more grim. Corporate giants, including PepsiCo, Amazon, and Goldman Sachs, announced layoffs. But workers at both the New York Times and Starbucks walked off the job in mid-December. Though companies are jettisoning workers, the job market is still extremely strong, which may be giving workers more confidence. There were 10.3 million jobs open in October, government data show, more than double the average of 4.6 million that month from from 2000 to 2020. Around 58% of Americans said they thought they'd be able to find a new job if they lost their current one, the highest rate since February 2020, according to the New York Fed Survey of Consumer Expectations, which was released on December 12th. What's different now from past downturns is the changing demographics that are leaving employers short-staffed. Baby boomers who stayed in the workforce until the pandemic have left en masse in recent years, while the immigration rate has slowed in 2020 and has not recovered. From 2026 to 2036, the U.S. will see its workforce shrink by 3.2% which means workers will have more power to demand changes, says a recent report on workplace trends by economists from Indeed and Glassdoor. Meanwhile, the changes that many workers want seem to revolve around more than just wages. Moss, the choir member, says that she and other workers have no predictability for when they'll be asked to work, and how much they'll earn from one season to another. 
lack of control over their schedule, specifically the inability to take sick days when they needed them, was also what motivated four freight rail unions in November to vote down a contract brokered with their employers. Many of these issues will come to a head in 2023 as big union contracts expire. The United Auto Workers will be seeking a new contract with the big three, General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis, the group that now runs Chrysler. The Writers Guild, which represents many working TV and film writers, has a contract that expires in May. And the largest private sector collective bargaining contract in the country, between the Steamsters and UPS, expires on July 31st. In November 2021, the Teamsters elected a new leader, Sean O'Brien, who beat out a successor hand-picked by Jimmy Hoffa, who had run the union for 24 years. O'Brien, who took office in March, has a mandate to secure improved conditions for his 340,000 drivers. He has repeatedly said that if workers don't get a better contract, he will lead them on a strike. And there you have it from the current issue of Time Magazine. And remember that this is a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. These items I've read to you on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers, and no unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. <laughs>